finished listening to that shit now? Stop trying to be the big man just because you're on the fucking recorder, yeah? I am a big man. Oh. I'm a big man on the recorder. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to a kind of special episode of Cheap Show. We're in the House of Pickles. Well, we're, 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 what, this is the kitchen of the House of Pickles. What is this? It's As you know, it's the urban down with the kids noodle kitchen. But we're not here to make noodles this time, Paul, are we? No, I don't. I don't, I, I don't know too much about what we're doing today. But You're in charge. Not just kind of special. It's a very special episode of Cheap Show. This is pilgrimage to Brent Cross. Let's rock. I hate you and your fucking noodle posse. People love noodles, right? It's a fact of Cheap Show. You're gonna have to fucking accept. So yes, it's a cheap show, and we're going on a little adventure. Why? Because Brent Cross is a spiritually significant place for me. It's a shopping centre, Paul, if people don't know, that was uh, erected in 1976, the year after I was born, and I used to visit there as a child. So, I thought we'd go have a lovely little jolly up to Brent Cross and do some cheap show stuff there. This is the plan, right? Yeah, go on. Whilst we're in Brent Cross Shopping Centre, yeah. we'll get a little gift for each other. Me, Casa, Sue, Casa. That's what that segment's called. Yeah. Um, we will buy an item for not very much money, but we won't tell the other person how much we paid for that item. And then we will get them to guess. And you'll get one point if you're just within... Like just one to... point is available No, now. one point if you're within 25p. It's in my face. <laughs> Listen... Is this basically It's like... price of shite. And then we will play the price of shite with one item each. Wow. And... Think of the stakes. We'll get some cheap food. Right. And then I will point out to you, this is the most important thing, where the wooden animals used to be, which the horses asked that you could get into. This is fucking tragic. So, basically what you're doing is what Michael Palin did when he decided, I don't want to do comedy no more. I'm going to go around the world and people can follow me on a whimsical fucking spiritual adventure. So this is your Michael Palin's 80 Days Around the World, isn't it? No. But it's Eli Silverman's no. trip to Brent Cross. Yes. Which is a much more toothsome and, and savoury sounding proposition. What does that even fucking it mean? It's, it's going to be great. Pro- What's a savoury proposition? <laughs> it's another snack, isn't it? I don't got know. The chunky segments, then next to the chunky segments, you've got the savoury propositions. I think, Mate, I... that would be fucking excellent. <laughs> would you not try a savoury proposition? Yeah. I would. You're in a bar. You go up to a lady. Hello, love. Can I interest you in a savoury proposition? Oh, go on. It's really flaky and cheesy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, we're off on a little adventure today. Uh, to Brent Cross, which is in North London, isn't it? Yes. It's uh, on the North Circular up there in North London. Bit of brutalist architecture, Paul. It's where the River Brent has been turned into a concrete ditch, which we'll be looking at. Great. And they also have a space there where they have a sort of 
a fun fair some of the year and like a, an urban beach and stuff so we can look at the utter degradation and shitness of that. Nath, it's a journey of Nath. I did some research as it goes as well. Apparently, it was used, uh, the Brent Cross Shopping Centre was used in a, fa- in, a, in a film. Which one? It was a Bond film. What Bond film do you think it was? You won't guess, but go on, let's just milk this. What Bond film? Can, I, can you tell me which of the Bonds it was? Uh, it was Pierce Brosnan. Oh, Pierce Brosnan. Goldeneye? No. You got three more guesses. Tomorrow Never Knows? That's not a Bond film. Yes, it is. It's not. Tomorrow f- forgot it was yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't go to title as Eddie. What's his one? He said tomorrow. Ne- tomorrow. Tomorrow never dies. Tomorrow never dies. Yeah, it's that one. Right. So you know there's a scene in that where he's remote controlling a BMW from the backseat with his phone. He's driving around the shopping oh, complex. that's the car park at Brent Cross. Yeah, it's the car park well, at Brent Cross. Well, it's a little film pil- pilgrimage for you then today, Paul, as well. Because I know you're a great fan of Brosnan. Not and really. Bonds. You like Bond. I'm all right with Bond. I'm not a huge super fan like my mate Luke, who would be very excited to find out that the shopping, um, no, the car park that is in the film set in Germany <laughs> is actually sent in Brent Cross. Ah, I see. Yeah. yeah. So there you go. So we can maybe recreate that film later on. We can recreate it by, yeah, making some car noises and perhaps pissing some people off. Yeah. Um, so, that's the plan for today, Paul. Have you got anything, like, constructive to say? No, I'm just going on for the ride for this one. This is nice. I, I feel like I'm in your your hands. And we'll be taking a route. Yeah, a very special route. The, the pilgrimage route, the classic route, up through the Kilburns, round by the, the Cricklewoods, which you like because they were named in a goodies Goodies, Cricklewoods. You get to see the utter normalness of Cricklewood, past Cricklewood. Yeah. Into a, frankly, a no-man's land area between Cricklewood and Brent Cross. The boss, the gooch of, of London. London. Yeah, the gooch of London. And then we will arrive at Brent Cross the, the proper way. All right, good. Well, we'll this it's is exciting. off. Should we get going? Have you got your sandwiches? I've got my sandwiches, Dad. I've got me a flask of hot milk. You have your satsumas, which you'll eat the skin off. Yeah. I'm yeah. not bringing them with me, though. Why? Because I ate, like, five tangerines last night, right. and my bottom this morning, that's a spicy meatball. Yes, your bottom's a spicy meatball for one reason, because you eat the peel. How spicy meatball can you get, man? I like tasting it. I like eating the it, peel of tangerines. It's the equivalent of eating about 12 carrot cakes or something. Oh, I also had a carrot cake yesterday. I just realised. <laughs> I had a, I had a ca- carrot You're, cake cupcake. We might have to take a squid stop. No, I'm all out. I'm, yeah. I've, I've evacuated the area. And let me tell you, ladies and gentlemen, he's not lying because I had a shower in the miasma. <laughs> no, well, let me just put it this way. Someone took a massive dump this morning in this flat and it stunk so bad that even when I took a shit moments after, you could still smell the shit before. Yeah. That's how bad it was. That's the power. That's the power. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, right. right, let's get our coats on. Let's do this. Oh, it's exciting. Right, so we begin our adventure, as we often do, at stop HK on St. Anne's Road, waiting for a bus. What bus are we waiting for? It's the number 29. Why? Why are we going that way? Because that is the pilgrim's route to Brent Cross is from Kilburn. So we we have to go to Kilburn first, Paul. Okay, well... Shouldn't take us too long. I'd say about 45 minutes to get to Kilburn. Great. And, uh... Uh, I'm looking at the charity shop here. 
I was eyeing that up as well. The Hu Human Relief Foundation. Should we have a little look? Because how long have we got to the bus? Hang on, let's have a look. Right, we got three Please minutes. Have a look. Let's have a little look. Oh, looking in through the window. It's nice. Let's have a quick look inside. I've spotted a turntable. Oh, yeah. Really Ariston. Good. Didn't they used to make washing machines? Ariston. And on and They Ariston. did make washing machines, but they... It might have been a different company with a similar name. Is it's that any good? the same name. It's £10, working. What does it say working on it? That's what it says. It says £10, working. I don't have anything to plug it into, speakers-wise. Let's see what the, what the wires are saying. <laughs> this is great. Exciting stuff already. Maybe if we're back in time, you can pick it up then. It's got auxiliary outs, but... And uh, a plug. So I can go into some basic speakers quite easily. Is that any good, it though? Will need, it will need... It has no built-in amp, so it will need to go through a... Oh, an amp. I don't have that either, then. But you do. I do, but I've already got a record player. Well, there you go. This whole thing's been pointless. <laughs> oh, hand it's blender. A Santa mug. No, it's not. It's a polar bear. But he's dressed like Santa from behind. Who would you say that was? Yeah, from behind you'd think Santa. I'd give you that. I thought there was an echo now, Paul, dot are there. Are there any items you'll be looking out for today? Well, probably. But I don't know. I'm just going to go. I haven't planned it. Eli's looking at a little box. It's not a box, it's just a block. It's just a block with some uh, Victorian drawings on. No, it's got a Japanese drawings. Oh, that's a good point. Could you open uh, your eyes? Actually, that's not. That's Victorian, because that's the woman who saw the fairies and took Photoshop pictures of fairies in their garden. That wasn't Victorian, though, was it? Well, yes, it was. What do you think of this, Paul? It's a little hedgehog reading a book with a ladybird on, on a bench, and it opens up to be a little keepsake box. What would you keep in there? <sighs> Regret. <laughs> <laughs> I keep uh, our little friend Cheggers in there. <laughs> have you got Cheggers still? What do you mean, have I still got Cheggers? I thought He's I had part gone of missing. our family. <laughs> I don't care. I don't care. He All said right, it. I'm going to go look for the bus. I don't care about. I don't care about Cheggers. Right, we're getting on the bus. I'm not having any of this. Let's get on the bus. It's Noel Watch. <laughs> We've little. just spotted Noel. Uh, yeah, I actually. I mean, I knew it was going to happen, but actually seeing Noel, but in his. Uh, I'm a celebrity. Get me out of here. Get up in yeah. this uh, in this morning's edition of the Metro here on the bus on the way to the Brent Cross. Number twenty nine. Number twenty nine has actually shocked me somewhat, Paul. I have to say. I will say this: he looks happy and healthy, and he's got a nice colour to his beard. It's not as aggressive as the other dye he uses. Someone has talked to him about the purpleness of his beard. Do you know what I reckon that is? He's gone for a more reddy orange, almost, almost ginger, strawberry blonde. But depending on how long he's in the jungle, we'll see it all, all the colour come out, and he'll go grey. No, they'll be, they'll and the be, beast shall be revealed. They'll be <laughs> airlifting in packets of dye. So he's earning a blob or two. Nice, nice gag. But Noel will quit TV if he wins. He'll quit TV if he wins. So that's literally what the article's saying. That's all I've read. Oh, that's just horseshit. Someone like Noel can't this? quit TV. He'd, no, it's a drug to him. He'd literally he'd revert to his uh, his prehistoric form of a sort of shapeless, miasmic vampire of the soul, wouldn't he? Yeah. And then what would he do? Then he could never he couldn't influence people. Well, he'll he couldn't get back at Lloyd's. He'll get. He'll become an elder god. Yeah, I think this is all about basically the story behind this is it's all about Noel's sublimation into becoming one of the elder gods. So he's a Cthulhu type, I don't know what you want to call it, monster. Uh, well, he's beyond a monster, he's a, he's a being beyond knowledge and time. An unimaginable god of he's, terror. He's a faceless, 
void where meaning is sucked from our very souls. Noel 69 appears at the end of tonight's Noel show. Noel 69? So what time? it's Wednesday today when we're recording this. So the speculation is that he's being paid half a mil for his stunts in the rainforest. Fucking half a mil. That's all right, isn't it? It is all right. What, what does he have to do? Chomp on some... Some goat... I don't know, kangaroo, kangaroo tits. <laughs> yeah, something like that. He's going to have to fight John Barrowman for that. Well, he looks like he's up for it. He looks happy. But he said basically if he quits this, he's going to go out on a high and never do TV again. If he and wins it. So what he's saying is winning this bullshit reality TV show in the jungle where he'll be forced to humiliate himself will be his own professional high rather than the stream of successful TV hits he had in the 80s. He seems like a man who can't rest on his laurels, who doesn't just celebrate the fact that he was a big before. He seems to... I think, you know what I think, he's hurting oh, from wait. cheap, cheap, cheap. He's hurting from cheap, cheap, cheap ending. This is what he says. There's a deal I'm striking with the great, great British public. They make me king of the jungle and I retire and never appear again. The public will enjoy me seeing my comeuppance. I know what they are going to... They're going to give me a hard time. He's right, he knows. What a shit threat, though, Gobert. If you really want me rid of me, let me win. That's a really pathetic... Yeah. Gambit. Yeah, he won't win. He won't win. How long is the whole run? Like a month? A couple of weeks. The whole thing is a couple of weeks? Yeah. Ah. Well, anyway, let's... Uh, that's no watch. That's no watch We're for today. We're coming into Finsbury Park now. Which way are we going? Right, we just got off the 29. Oh. And I will say this. It's a, it's a lovely, brisk, slightly... It's, it's a lovely, brisk, sharp, cold day, but not unpleasant. It's not unpleasant. It's... Uh, yeah, it's brisk. But you know what isn't brisk? That bus. You know what made it not brisk? Here we go. The cunts on it, Paul. The <laughs> fucking cunts. First off, we get off on, there's some youth at the back. He's got a fucking Bluetooth speaker around his neck playing shit hip-hop music. I don't want to hear. That was annoying, but it wasn't as loud as it can usually be. Oh, he's off. He's, he's dodging the thing. And then... <laughs> yeah, hang on. Wait there. You need to be by the then, mic. The guy behind us, did you notice, started doing a fucking Bobby McFerrin impression <laughs> with his mouth playing along with his wet mouth to the fucking song he had in his earphones. As if, I don't want to hear your wet mouth percussion. Yeah. I was getting to the breaking point with that where I wanted to just you know what I mean? Just, just turn around and say, what the fuck is your problem, man? Hang anyway. on. Let's uh, cross the road. Safely, red light, green man, here we go. Anyway, I just wanted to say that. Did you not see the guy over the way from me who was, uh, he was looking over at us and muttering to himself dis disdainfully? Yes, and then a lady sat down next to him and then, in short order, decided to move because he was man-spreading and he probably stank of old cunt. Oh, it's weird. Bus is weird. Now, here I'm we're gone. walking past Camden's favourite, uh, famous underworld venue. It's known for metal and punk. Yeah. Did you hear about that guy who fooled everyone into booking him for a European tour? I read about that, that recently. He, I saw the poster here for that. Oh, it's that? Isn't it that band? No, no. I thought no, that was the band. they taking it down because he oh. came here and he said he, there were like 200 people come to see him. No one came to see him. Because he faked all he his scammed stats. He him. What was he called? Bobby Wank Laugh. But he literally booked a whole European tour by just faking up some crowd shots on his uh, on his Facebook. And then paid for a backing band. Yeah. And like, when we get money, where yeah. are these gigs? What are they happening? Uh, I'm going to go then now. 
But I remember seeing, strangely, I remember walking past the underworld here in Camden and seeing that postman thinking, who's that? That's not a band I recognise. No well, shit. there you go, because yeah. it was a complete fiction. Coming up here. Right, yeah, so we're in Camden now on a lovely, crisp, bright winter's afternoon. Oh, we're crossing the road. We're crossing the road. It's exciting stuff. But we're heading from Camden to where? To Kilburn. And from Kilburn, we'll be getting the Pilgrim bus to Brent Cross. This is exciting, Green Man. Right, we're making good time, good travel. So let's head to the next bus stop now, yeah, shall we? Get the 31 now, shall we? Let's get the 31 let's now. Let's hope there's no one making a noise with their mouth or anything else. Or, you know, man spreading their legs, yes. something like that. Ah, uh, the sights and sounds Here of Canada. It's due. It is due. It's probably that one just there. Oh. If you want to know, we're on Camden Town's bus stop X. If you want to, follow the pilgrimage yourself at a further date. Good. <laughs> right, we're on what bus are we now? We're on the 31. Heading to? This is my old favourite. I once waited for the night 31 just there, Paul. All night, one came along. It was too yeah. full. It just drove past me. Then I walked home. I'll be putting these in my new book of memoirs, Stuff That Happened To Me Several Years Ago by Eli Silverman. It's a beautiful story. Now, touching. let's get down to business. Let's get down now, to brass tacks. Now, on this show in the past, Paul, you've besmirched me and you've suggested that morally besmirched. I'm not an up, up, upstanding member of the society morally. Now, I'd just like you to tell all the listeners what I just did. Oh, yeah, he pushed a lady on a wheelchair onto the bus because she asked him directly and he felt guilty if he'd said no. Well, let's just let that lie. Let's let that sit there. Let that fester. Now, also, Paul, as is his wont, has been to Greg's. I like Greg's. Nice, cheap food, pasties, okay. sausage rolls, Paul cakes, has visited coffees. Greg's. Whilst Paul was in Greg's, I looked at their festive offering. They have a festive bake. Yeah. And I thought, that looks like someone's taken a bread roll and yoved into it. <laughs> and then Paul walked out. I said, look, that looks like a bread roll someone's yoved into. And he said, "What? Well, guess what I've got here? So we're going to have a little cheap eats. Paul's going to taste his festive square, whatever it's called. Festive bake. Then it's not we'll, that hard. We're going to have a little report on that, yeah? All right, let me just stick this in my jacket. No, it's fine. I got it with jacket. All right, I'm going to take a bite. Now it's got a nice lattice. It's like, you know... It's a bake. It's got a, yeah, but they've, they've differentiated it with a sort of a, a sort of rustic sprinkle on the top. It does smell very Christmassy. And it's nice and warm. It does not smell Christmassy. It smells it like one of their bakes. It smells exactly like any other bake. Hang on, I'm going to have a bite. Mm-hmm, tastes like Christmas. <laughs> it does not taste <laughs> like Christmas. It does taste like Christmas. What, like what? Bacon and chicken? Yeah, but, you know... Gravy. Gravy and two <laughs> potatoes and a bit of um, stuffing. So what would you give it out of five? Oh, well, mm, 2.75. And it was cheap? Yeah, it's only like a quid 20. Quid 20. Enjoy, Great. Paul. I'm going to sit on the cold bus on, on a crisp winter's day with meat festive bake. It's all very festive. It's very, I'm in a very Christmassy mood right now. We're going through Camden. Yeah. Don't sell drugs here anymore, do they? No. But even when they did, it was a you took your life in your hands. This is, we were discussing on a previous episode, Paul. I used to buy my cedar cordophilia from a guy here. Road, I wish they still sold cedar cordophilia. Cedar cordophilia, uh, you know you want it inside of you. Right, 
can I stop this yes. now so I can enjoy this? And then enjoy my your bake. A cream eclair that enjoy I also Enjoy your bake. Bought. We'll be back with another report when we get uh, to Kilburn. Yeah. To White City. So on the 31, I've eaten me a festive bake. It's nice, very Christmassy. We just passed through White, uh, no, Swiss Cottage. Uh, again, this is, we're in your old stomping ground now before you moved to the House of Pickles. You were in the uh, proto House of Pickles. Yes. I've lived in two spaces around here. Um, yeah. And you said the, the Swiss Cottage pub itself was a bit rope-a-dope, a little bit musty old man and I quite liked it there for that for those very reasons I don't like it v fine alright well cinema's very good cinema's very good great 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 stuff great content so uh, oh this is where you used to go to this little shop up here didn't you and what? get stuff and buy stuff like when me and Joe would come back to your place at night after a gig and we'd stop off at this little corner shop here it's gone it has gone. Yeah. It's going to be Mickey's Food and Wine. Yeah, that's what they keep saying. But I used to live on this one in the corner. Yeah, this one. There we go, just around the corner. When I lived in that one, just there. What, just there? Yeah. Did you? Yeah. Did you know me then? No. Yeah. That's fascinating. I didn't know you lived in that little place. It looked quite nice, that building. It was very nice, yes. I lived with my stepsister. And... Uh, I didn't get on very well with anyone. Well, things don't change. I didn't change. do the dishes. Once I didn't do the dishes, I thought she was going to actually kill me. You never did the dishes once? No, I did do the dishes. There was one bit of dishes that I had left, maybe for a day. You know, how you do. Not me, no. I clean up after myself almost instantly. Well, I have very clean genitals. Yeah, but you don't wash those in your kitchen sink. I do, yeah. Don't you leave your anyone. balls out. I slap on a bit of fairy... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Get it a good laver. For glands that do dishes that are soft as your face. Mild green, bollock liquid. <laughs> right. So, we're, we're, so we pass. Oh, we're on Abbey Road, but this is not the Abbey Road, is it? Is this the Abbey Road? Across the Abbey Road, yes. It's just the bottom end of it, at the very, very yes. far end, yeah, is yeah. where the Beatles. Yeah, not that far down. Down that way towards um, St John's Wood, yeah. St John's Wood. St John's Wood, as they call it. Now, do they? This place, Hinstock, uh, is brutalist, and I believe is endangered. They're going to pull it down, and I don't think they should because it really is a very nice piece of architecture. Well, you said as we come out of Camden towards Swiss Cottage, those uh, blocks of flats were having all their cladding taken down, a result of the whole uh, Glenfeld thing. The Glenfeld, yes, uh, Glen. Absolutely right, Paul. That's right. And it's obviously a, a massive indictment of the practices in the first place that they just thought, oh, just in case we'll take them down. Otherwise, they'd be confident they were safe. Yeah, they're obviously not confident that they're safe. But the other thing is, they do need to start updating the buildings. I mean, I can understand that because they are, one thing about concrete and brutalist architecture in general, very energy inefficient for today by today's standards. Well, I hope you're learning as you go about the ever-changing landscape of London Town. Here's Hinstock, and it is literally one of my favourite buildings in London. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I know you don't. It's not outwardly attractive, but you just. If you, I grew up with this building, and I just love it. It's very brutalist. Look at the big brutalist water tower on top of it. 
exciting content. <laughs> where's, now, where's that building? Where's all those houses where they filmed Kingsman? That's just there. You can see it through the the Alexandra Road estate, which now is listed and protected. Can you see it? No. I'll show you. We can, when we move forward, I'll show you. But anyway, if you've watched Kingsman and where Eggsy lives with his, with his family, is that whole weird... Eggsy? It is. His name's Eggsy. Is it? Yeah. The Tyron Egerton character yeah. is Eggsy. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Didn't he play uh, Elton John? And he's, about to, he's playing Robin Hood now as well. That does not look good, the Robin Hood one, does it? I have no interest. I know, but Paul... Just saying, I have no interest about everything doesn't make for good content or any. It's like have, just pointing have an out opinion. brutalist fucking architecture that's now been listed. Yeah, which I have an opinion about. It's not like I, I have no interest. What our, about this movie? Audience, I have no. If we did our a audience show. wants you saying the word cock or fuck, so let's just give them more of that. None of this factual shit. Cock, fuck. There we go. Got to give it balance. Give with one hand, take with the other. One for the studio, I one for yourself. This red light is saying. <sighs> this red light. Anyway, we're heading in towards Kilburn. I want to show you this building. How long is this fucking red light going to be? This, this red light has gone on for my whole life. We're going to finish the podcast. www. <laughs> becomes this <laughs> Pinterest play. Honestly, but two it's gone men on for at about a bus five stop. Minutes. It's gone on for about five minutes. It's been a while. There's Hang no on. sign of it changing either. Is there? There's no sign of it changing. Cock again. Cock. No, I say cock. Oh, here we go. Here we go. We're no, moving. Right. You see it? There. Oh, yeah. You see the back end of it. Look, you can see it better here from here. <laughs> yeah, great. We saw a little bit of it, a tiny corner of it, as we now go through Kilburn towards Kilburn High Road Station. In stock. Yeah, you've made that apparently very that clear. Looks like pebble dash, but in fact, that's. Um, it's just a rough aggregate concrete. <laughs> they had a little walkway there, but it's, it doesn't go anywhere. Yeah, because you called it Mugging Bridge, probably, yeah, looking probably. at it. It doesn't look like a particularly safe area, no, that bit. No, we're on Belsize Road, Paul, and we're going to go past the shop that my father used to own uh, as a health food store called Abundance Health, health Foods. Well, that's fascinating. How long did it last for? A few years. It's this... Uh, what, dry, dry cleaners, cleaners yeah. Mum's dry cleaners Next to the Priory Tavern So there you go A little bit of history Oh and now we're coming we're up to We're getting off here This is our stop Kilburn High Road Is station. it? I remember buying drugs from here With you once Hey, hey. <laughs> Right we're off the 31 We're now on Kilburn High Road We're just literally Seconds away Paul from our next Bus stop We'll be going all the way up North on the Kilburn High Road Through Cricklewood To Brent Cross Now out of in Oh hang on There's lots of fucking traffic this fucking cunt in a truck. Out of interest, what? Why are we going this route? This is because this is my classic childhood route to Brent Cross. I grew up round here in Kilburn, so when we went to Brent Cross, we always would drive this way. And I'm just trying to give you a little flavour, Paul. A little bit of nostalgic yeah. taste of the life you once lived. Yes. When you had innocence and joy in your heart. And as I explained to you, we could have gone directly to Brent Cross from where I live now in Harringay, but, but it is long. No, there's a car. Don't get run over, Eli. That would affect the podcast adversely. <laughs> it was very long. Oh, he's crossing anyway. Right, we're going. And, and very boring, just on the North Circular. And this is a, it's a lot colour and flavour. I like it. I like the fact that we're walking a path of your forefathers. Yes, that's well, well, indeed for, what we're doing. Or rather you. 
for you. For uh, I think that might be self. us. Are we getting straight onto this one? No, hang on. Let me uh, just check. Why don't we go for a little walk? This is a charity shop. All right. No rushes, the darling. That's the N16. Let's check the map. Cricklewood. Cricklewood. I don't think any of these buses are going to... I don't think they are, any of these buses are going to... Um, 189, he says. Well, that's not from this bus stop. No, this is not. Let's have a little stroll up Kilburn Road. Road. See what we can hey, see. Look, there's another Greg's pool. That's right. I've had my one. You want one? Do you want some more? No. Yeah. Do you want some more pastries? No. When you attack me for going to Greg's, it's really shit. It's like a really shit. Oh, I fucking hate cunts on bikes. Can I just say that now? Right. Unnecessarily noisy two-wheeled cunts. I agree. Right, so we're going to have a little look for the 189, you say it was. Yes. And then we'll pop into it. Look, there's a British Art Foundation. Let, let's oh. see what we see in there. Let's have a little... Oh, there's, oh. there's this one. Oh, it's a mega sale. Nah, it's no, just full just of clothes. Clothing. It's not for us. We're going to go in the BHF and see what we can get. Oh, right. Well, we're back on the bus one, the 189. We got that from the Priory Park Road stop J. If you decide to follow us on Google Maps on this wonderful journey we're taking. And this is it, this is the pilgrimage uh, bus now we're on, Paul. We made it, congratulations, and we're, we're hurtling through Kilburn, and we're gonna get to Shoot Up Road. Which I bet people have shot up in, in yeah, its they past. They have, but I think it's called that because it shoots up, you'll see it's a hill, and that was uh, where I lived for a number of years, at the top of Shoot Up Hill, in St Cuthbert's Road. Well, there you go, exciting stuff. Here, um, you see there's a gap between these buildings. There used to be an excellent Indian grocer's called Food World. And it's now it's nothing. nothing. Stark reminder of the times economically we live in. Although there's a place called Meaty Buns now, which I approve of. That's a proper... Now, there used to be pubs like that, Sir Colin Campbell, all up and down this whole place, basically. Yeah. There's a lot of pubs on this road full stop. because it was County Kilburnie, very Irish part of London. And that was the good ship that's gone now. Remember that? Oh yeah, the good ship comedy club. Yeah, gone. Uh, you'll notice here there's a woody grill. Woody grills scattered across north and northwest oh, London. Yes, there are, and that's uh, quite a good one. This was used to be this Pepe's Turkish, Piri Piri. Turkish restaurant for those who want to know more. Yes, and here you'll see here is uh, the pool club. Remember that? Yeah, because we, we got used drugs to go from in there. there and buy <laughs> ten bags of very very waxy skunk. This. Small and beautiful on the cheap show. This restaurant, small and beautiful, very good value uh, food there. You can get. God, I remember all this now. This Bronze Age where yeah. we had a pint once when a football match was on, just because we had to get out of the rain. Yeah, that was horrible. That was horrible, wasn't it? Now we have just uh, made a little stop off in a charity shop. Both of us have bought something, Paul. So, yeah, I, I, we both got uh, vinyl LPs. Vinyl. I'll start with mine, shall we? Yeah. Um, Squalor by Arapaho, or is it Arapaho by Squalor? Well, what kind of music do you think it is? Because it looks like kind it's of dancey. Oh. I think it could be. Well, it's got a big Af a Native American on it then. Because that's an Arapaho, isn't it? That was a tribe, a Native American tribe. Was there, Arapaho. Did, were there ever Native Americans with a rap group called Arapaho? I bet there was. Probably. Uh, yes. I'm rapping now, I'm a Arapaho. Hey, you could say it you could be like... No. <laughs> Move on. No, come so, on. If you like had your people who worked for you as a prostitute, you could say... Yeah, it's not working. <laughs> anyway, that is, uh, it's got a €5 Euro price sticker. It is obviously Italian, and it's in very good condition. 
What kind of music do you think it is? I think it's probably some kind of awful disco. But look, it's practically unplayed. Which might tell you how good it oh, might yes. be. So I can tell from the actual label on the record, they are a band called Squalor. Because Arapahoe's in quotes me denoting that that is the name of this LP. Oh, there's another track on it called Black and Decker. Weird. Yeah, anyway, I got... interested to see. What did you get, Paul? I got, as pointed out by your good self, Smash Hits, Smash Hits Party 89. 30 Smash Hits from the year 1989. Let's just have a quick look at what 89 had to offer in the UK pop charts. Especially oh, for you. Oh, it's not dance, dance no. mix, it's just Smash Hits. Yeah, so especially for you, Kylie and Jason, their mega duet. Oh, did you hear, have you heard that joke? What? What kind of kebab? Uh, where did where did Kylie Minogue get her kebabs from? Jason's Donovan. <laughs> Mate, that's uh, it's genius. Anyway, Buffalo Stance, Nina Cherry, Yaz, Erasure, Sonia, You'll Never Stop Me From Loving You, Blame It On The Boogie by Big Fun. That's good. Uh, Time Warp by Damien. That's not good. Pink Sunshine, Fuzz, Straight Up by Paula Abdul. What else is on? Back good To Life. Life is a classic. Yeah. However do you want me? However do you want this me? This is Shoot Uphill. We're on Shoot Uphill Oh, now. we're on Shoot Uphill. That's Temple. Song for Whoever closes out the album by The Beautiful South. A nice are. selection. But here we are. Shoot Uphill. These p- buildings they've painted, but there's no cladding. Still That's going back to road, that. That's St Cuthbert's Road. Let's live up there. So there you go. Again, if you're following us on Impossible. your mystical internet Now, this trip. big, ugly, modernist building has been sitting there my whole life. It's kind of block of flats. Yeah. And it's kind of big, isn't it? I like it. Again, such an insightful journey we're on right now. He's going for the red light. Oh, the bus driver went for the red light. Now, Paul, there was a little bit of action in the, the charity shop, wasn't there? Where the old lady who goes into help on uh, Wednesdays, obviously, is very lonely and wanted to speak to you. What did you It's your phone. I can hear your phone going off. So when I moved it away, it stopped. Yeah, there was an old lady there who was very interested in my uh, purchase of a vinyl. And she said, when I wave it by you, it goes off. And you said, oh, a lot of stuff. I can't be bothered to talk to you, old lady. Yeah, I don't want to have a conversation with you because it's going nowhere. I'm not going to get anything out of it. I want you to have a little huff of my bag. Oh, meaty. It smells like you spilt gravy in it. I did. Almost exactly right. Yesterday I got some chicken and brown rice soup from Pret-a-Manger and it sloshed all in my bag. I've got a nasty soupy bag. Would you like me to store your record in there? Yeah, why not? Put the records in there. All right, good. Thank you for that. Oh, that slid out. So, um, Also, the record has slid out as well as your cog. On that moment of awkward... Awkward... Awkward hey, comedy. It's an urban fox. It's an urban fox. Oh, he's look. He looks very poorly. Oh, little fox. He's running away. He doesn't care, does he? No. That's what they say. Body like a dog. Brain like a cat. The fox. I think that they they seem quite primitive. They're like possums or something, you know. They're Britain's raccoons. <laughs> Anyway, let's now just sit back and relax. Unless anything pops up, let's just sit back and relax right. and enjoy the journey now to Brent Cross. I'm proud of that. 189 now, coming through Cricklewood. And um, Cricklewood, not really the most interesting place at all, but that's one of the reasons why the TV show that I love, The Goodies, was set in Cricklewood, because it was boring. Was it actually set there? Yeah, they owned a, they owned a flat in, a, uh, in, in Cricklewood where they did their... 
There's something on you which sets this off. It's weird. Are you, a, are you a robot yes. sent from the future? Eli Bot 4000? No, I'm not Eli Bot 4000. I have come to eat curry and smoke weed. Must buy vinyl to protect music of the future. Look, shut that up. What it is. We're passing Cricklewood Overground now. So yeah, the goodies, Timbuk Taylor, Graham Garden, Bill Oddie, and their business that let them do anything, anytime, anyplace, anywhere, whatever it was. And they had many adventures. And they chose Cricklewood because it was sort of humorously nothing happened here. Is that yeah. right? And one of their albums, um, The Goodies Live, uh, even though it's not live, that's the joke, but one of the songs famously is called Cricklewood, which is a nice Beatles pastiche. Well, it's like a psychedelia pastiche, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. I, I think it's one of their greatest songs. I generally think some of the Goody stuff is quite fantastic. A lot of the stuff has not aged well, Bill. Admit it. If you're listening, Bill, I know you think you're that good, but not all of it was that good. Now, I like this stretch of this bus journey, Paul, because we've really hit the suburbs here, and it's just... London's beginning to thin out. It is beginning to thin out. What are your impressions here? It's all just gone a bit sort of... Uh, it's all just a bit suburban that London suburban uh, Flat. Um, but we will hit some uh, the motorway, and this is it. Yeah. This is a, I love this bit. He loves this bit because this is where uh, London becomes like the Wild West, untamed, uncharted. Certainly does. Look at this. It's all just a bit depressing, isn't it? So, anyway, this, I just wanted to mention Cricklewood very briefly as we head on down in towards Brencross. What's our ETA, do you think? It's now uh, 2 o'clock. We left it midday. We'll be there in about 20 minutes. All right, well, then hopefully we'll get there and then we can fully explore Brencross a proper. Right, we have just arrived. Paul. Yeah. Here we are at Brent Cross. Yes, the bus we're at terminated Brent Cross. here. Uh, what are your first impressions? It's a bit grim, isn't yeah. it? <laughs> because like you have to cross a big like river of motorways. Yes. And cross over and all this stuff and it's all very kind of industrial almost, isn't it? Sort of wasteland in between all of the roads around here. And there's a few like Holiday Inn and a, there's a shopping outlet over there. And the design of the actual building itself is very sort of modernist, like uh, brutalist almost, but uh, a bit of a mismatch because you've got John Lewis at one end there, then in between the actual rest of the shopping centre with some lovely um, 70s pre preset concrete 70s window frames. I like those. And then at the end, you've got Fennec, which is very brutalist because it's entirely clad with. Uh, um, corduroy style concrete. Now, let's go over and have a little look at the River Brent here, Paul. Yes, which is what it crosses. Hence, Brent Cross. <laughs> uh, there's quite a bit of traffic. There's a crossing there. Right, I'm crossing the road. <laughs> and here we are at the River Brent, and it is a sorry fucking miserable <laughs> sight. If you can imagine every... Concrete gully, basically. If you can imagine every shit river you've ever seen in like a Ken Roach film or a Ken Loach yeah. Ken Loach film uh, or any grotty British <laughs> urban drama it's got it all it's got food there in it there's an outflow pipe there outflow there's some bin bags there's a shopping trolley textbook yeah. it's two there's two shopping trolleys but having said that Paul if you look closely there's quite a bit of life and it looks quite clear the water so it's unpolluted it just is uh, aesthetically not very pleasing. Look, there's ducks down there. Wank, 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 wank. There's little ducky wooks. And um, now here you can see that empty, big empty parking lot across the road. That's where they have the urban beach. What's the urban beach? It's like a fun fair, and they also have a beach there. The import sand or what? Something. So maybe when they do that next year, we could come and like have a go on all the rides and stuff. 
Yeah, that sounds fun. At the far end, there's Zippo Circus, which is obviously setting itself up for uh, the, the 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 circus period. Is there one? <laughs> the circus period is where you fucking menstruate like an elephant. No, it's when you put a sanit. <laughs> I'm bleeding buckets. Oh, I've got the circus period. It's gonna catch on, Paul. It's gonna catch on. You pu- you pull your sanitary pad out and it's like there's like a big string of them. Clowns hoisting your pad. Like oh, it's dripping on me clown head. Oh, you pull your knickers down and thirty clowns fall out. Right. Well, there we go. We're gonna go. We're gonna go in. So we're about to go in, basically, to Brent Cross Shopping Centre on a bike. I'm not getting out of the way. He should be on the fucking road. He should be on the road, but look, at least he said thank you. Fair enough, but there's a reason there's a cycle proficiency test. So you can learn to cycle on the road, yes. not on, what, 22 inches of fucking pavement? It's against about two and a half foot of pavement here. It's not much here. It's not much. So, yeah, we're just here and taking in the sights and sounds and smells of Brent Cross. So it's just gone about, what, 20 past two? Yeah. We've got plenty of time, haven't we? We've got yes. plenty of time. Just thought I'd bring you in, look at the river while this, the sun's still in the sky, Paul. Well, I'll take a picture so the audience okay. can, if they want to, go to our website, thecheapshow.co.uk, and see pictures that accompany this wonderful travelogue episode of Cheap Show in the glorious, romantic, exciting town of Brent Cross. I might throw myself in the fucking river. You wouldn't drown in that. It's about fucking six inches deep. You fucking watch me. I, you could drown in that. I know you could drown, but it wouldn't be... It's not dangerously deep, is it? It'd be a statement. I made the effort to drown in six inches of fucking filthy Brent Cross water. Right. Signing off. <laughs> the smell. Uh, we're on the escalators in John Lewis, and it's bringing me a big nostalgia hard on, Paul. Quite good because we've yeah we decided to start our journey in the shopping chain John Lewis, which you know is great because I could go to any fucking John Lewis, <laughs> and it looked the same. It's a very quiet shopping area, I will say that. It's There's nice. no music. It's just it's like a library almost. Just people whispering and murmuring about things they'd like to buy. Now there's some toilets there. Is he going to go toilet? I am going to go toilet. Also, so seriously, we're starting in fucking John Lewis, a shop, quite costly one. Well, what do you? I mean, it's a shopping centre. This whole thing is based about us going to the shops, Paul. I mean, that's what we're doing. Yeah, but it's John Lewis, mate. It's boring. Think of something to say, then. Shit, yeah. Good, fuck you. How about that? Right, come come with me to the toilets. Oh, good. This is where it gets exciting. Shall I watch you slash? Stop getting distracted by pens. Right, well, I'll wait here, then, while you go for a piss. Great, you're going for a piss. Actually, you know what? I need to go for a piss, too. Right, we've had a lovely pee now. Now, Paul, what did you think of the uh, facilities in uh, John Lewis and Brent Cross Shopping Centre? Clean. I had a very successful slash. And um, although there was the smell of someone dumping a load... I smelt that roast duck. There was someone who had a big roast. It's probably just coming through now, do you know what I mean? And he's saved, he doesn't want to... I've got the whole story. He had a huge roast on Sunday. Yeah. He suffers from constipation, yeah. but he's got the in-laws round. Right. So he's been, he knows he can save it, and he's just unloaded about a, a two-pounder. I mean, it did seem like it, it must have had a long shelf life. And the toilets. Oh, there's a reduced to clear section. That's more cheap show brand appropriate. What have we got here in the, in the reduced to clear section? Calligraphy pens. There's a tape dispenser, sloth tape dispenser. 
Still seven quid. <laughs> so, it's not that reduced. Look, a giant pencil sharp. Unknown. I, I like that, though. Yeah, a big wooden good. pencil sharp. It no. doesn't actually sharpen anything, unlike our vegetable mandolin, which had a use. It's more it's of a desk tidy. It's a de it is a desk tidy. Now, just to finish off for the toilets, Paul, mate, really? <laughs> There's some stuff I need to say, okay? Yeah. They had air blades, Dyson air blades. Did you notice that? Yeah, and they're not great, apparently, are they? Are they? What do you think? Don't they spray... I don't know, no, I don't give a you fuck. You didn't wash your hands? I did wash my hands. And you used an air blade? Yeah. So what's your opinion, then? I'm not fucking doing this. <laughs> this is boring. It's boring. I don't want to talk about air blade hand... <laughs> and did air you notice? Did you notice one had a yellow trim and the other had a blue trim? No. But now, this is important, Paul. Come on, oh, no, I'm loving this. <laughs> Come over this, this is such Come nothing. What? Here in the top deck of um, John Lewis. I can just explain the layout of Brunkcross Shopping Centre a bit. It's on two levels, essentially. But at either end, you have a department store. You've got Fennec on one end yeah. and John Lewis on the other. And that's where we are. We're starting this journey of discovery in John Lewis. Uh, but, but they cover three floors. And then the, the connecting shopping centre in between is two floors, as you'll see. Now, the restaurant here in John Lewis, Brent Cross Shopping Centre, is called The Place to Eat. So does each end have an extra floor then? Yes. So it's like shaped like a dog bone, if you can imagine. It gets bulbous at either end, and then it's... the Or oh, no, a two-fold dildo. Come not, on. I'm Come here. Now, I want to show you The Place I'm to Eat. I'm walking away. No, look at, just have a look at The Place to Why? Eat. Why? That's just weird. As you can see, there's a viewing platform. Yeah where you can have a sandwich or a hot meal there and you can look out over the whole of the, uh, the department store. Oh, fuck it. Seriously, <laughs> this, is wasted. this is boring. The lady said to me, they've actually they've shut the hot food counter. It's not open today, but you can get a hot drink or a sandwich. So, okay, turn it off. Fine, let's go. You turn it off. Go on, walk ahead. Right. It's going on record now. This is fucking awful. Awful way to start this. Fucking John Lewis. It's Boring and expensive. It's because this weedy little cunt's having a nostalgia fucking mental breakdown. That's the uplift. You've got to go around the other way for the down one. The stairs. stairs, escalator. Fucking Christmas gaming. everywhere. There's gaming over there. I don't care. It's expensive. It's a cheap show. We're in John Lewis. Oh a company that's... What, isn't it going to receivership or something? Or it's lost a load of money? What's, no, no. what's that? They've got some fucking advert with Elton John singing about getting a fucking piano. That's their Christmas this year. Here's a rich cunt playing piano. Merry fucking Christmas. I hate that. You know what? I'm sorry you listen to this. I'm going to stop. Let's go downstairs. And we'll this. enter the shopping centre proper. Yeah? yeah. Let's go into the proper hub. Yeah. When there's more interesting, more interesting things. Right, we fucking escaped the middle class misery of John Lewis. And now uh, we're walking through with the... Uh, the main bit. It's the main mall bit. And you've got Victoria's Secret there. Um, you have, um, what's this? Hollister with their weird shop front, which looks like a sort of cabin or something. Yeah. And here is uh, WH Smith, Paul. You yeah. want to go in WH Smith, yeah, don't you? Sure. Why? Because. Which is the news agency kind of place for those who want to know. Um, when I was a child, it was here. WH Smith, but it covered both floors and it had its own stairs within the shop. And I used to go in there and I used to look at magazines. And uh, now that I'm here, I'm realizing what a tragic 
day out this is becoming. Oh, it's nice. Look at the I, said, I want to go and remember all this stuff when I was happy. I want to go to the happy Look, place, which is Brent. Brent crosses your happy place. That's depressing uh, as fuck. I know, but it's just my upbringing, mate. Now, Paul, bear in mind we're going to need a one cheap eat item, price of shite item, and a Mikasa Sukasa. You can I got a price of shite item already, the album. No, but I know how much you've spent on it. You don't. Two quid. No. It was one ninety nine. No. Yes, it was. No. Let's take two points now, then. All right. It'd be like this. Right. Well, let's just go home now, shall we? I'm going to get a fucking yeah. Big Mac and let's go home, okay? If you don't want to be nice. What are we doing? You're going to go into Dwayne Smith now and milk about and look at pens and books. No, there's W H Smith. Right, that's it. No, but do you want it to go inside no, though? I want to go up with shit, isn't it? That's the other thing. The other point I wanted to make. Double H Smith used to be your go-to for a load of stuff, didn't it? Yeah. Now, it's incredibly overpriced. And what's more, they're closing down the post offices and the shop that they've selected to put the post offices in, Double H Smith. So you have to buy a bottle of water that costs seven quid but while you try and get your stamps, you know? They really are overpriced. Let's keep walking down this main bit. Right. Now, it's got a two-level. This is the, We're in the... The shaft of the bone of, yeah. uh, of Brent Cross now, and it's got a two-level system. And on the inside, it's it doesn't look too bad. It's dated in that way that it's got that hangover of the seventies, but it's managed. They've kept kept it up all right. Yeah, it's very busy still. It's a busy shopping centre. Um, uh, and here we've got a middle section with a dome. A dome. That's exciting, isn't it? And there's probably a Christmas grotto set up there now. So, yeah, that's good. We should probably take pictures on the inside of here as well. Will you take some pics now. I'm bored of it. I'll take some pics. Yeah, you take some pics. Here we go. There's an M&S food hall. Vodafone. This is a fucking depressing episode. Sorry. I just bumped into a lady with a pram while I was having a rant. <laughs> ugly baby anyway. The baby looked ugly. Going to take some pictures of the dome. Well, I spoke to that baby, Paul, and it doesn't think very much of you. Just proves what a cunt that little prick is, doesn't it? The dome. Do you want to go see Santa? It's free. I d I'm not allowed to, am I? I'm too big. You're too big for Santa. Here's the crossroad. Yeah. With Giorgio Armani poster with Kate Blanchett in the background. The true message of Christmas. I hate this. This actually might... It's probably becoming my least favourite episode we've recorded. Look at this. You have to get a cheap item, mate. From here. Get some kind of item to eat. Get something cheap from a place where everywhere I look there's branded expensive, you know, high street products. Sketches, let's get something cheap here. Holland and Barrett, now they're expensive as well. M&S Food Hall, that's costly. Fenwick, that's going to be your knockoff Harrods bollocks, isn't it? Starbucks, so let's get something cheap there. Or no Timberlands, you're right, you get a great bog in there. Ugh. <laughs> here we are. This is like going out with my mum. I just want to look in Zara for a skirt. <laughs> I'm loving it, Paul. I'm loving that you hate it. And here we are, right at the end of the... Now, where is the... Atmosphere, joy. Where is the McDonald's bit? We walk past it. It's over there. We walk past it. Are you sure? Yes. Let's go down there, because I'm flagging. I need some food. All right, well, let's... Right, we're going to take a break while Eli continues living the dream in Brent Cross. Fuck me. Good this, and then it's we'll do the top floor. We'll do the top floor. Right, we'll do the top floor next. Christ. <laughs> There's no 
There is nothing cheap here. This fucking beat was doing my head in as well. <laughs> fucking cunt. Ah, oh, fuck <laughs> off. We can walk to the, the tube station on our way back. <laughs> <laughs> We're up on the second level now, and there's a plaque. This plaque commemorates the visit of HRH, the Prince of Wales, KGB, TPC, CBD, to the Brent Cross Shopping Centre on Thursday the 25th of June 1981. And it's, so they put up a plaque just because he came here six or seven years after they built it? Yeah. Yeah. Now, underneath. The construction started on 1773, it says there. They broke ground and they opened it, what, four, three years later? The contractors were Sir Robert McAlpine and Sons. They are quite famous, aren't they? Yeah. So, the, one, the, wor the Worshipful the Mayor of London Borough of Barnet, F.D. Gibson, and Sidney Mason Esquire, Chairman of the Hammerson Group of Companies. What a boring fucking plaque that is. Well, it's just commemorating the building of the, uh, of the shopping centre. And if you can see, look at this, uh, this sort of fake marbling effect if you can imagine back when I used to come here as a child Paul the whole of the shopping centre was covered in that you know? they've t toned that down somewhat they've it's all it clean and white mod modernised it to make it clean and white and like you say they haven't done such a bad job have they really no it looks reasonably happy and nice I don't think nice. they should pull this down it's nice are they planning on doing that well they, they might I think eventually they will as everything goes online they will. Places like this will cease to exist. And what's weird is people really complained about shopping centres and malls, didn't they? Like, they were like meant to be the end of the world and the end of society, and it was all awful. But now I'm starting to feel a nostalgia for places like this, as everything becomes just online, and, and all you've got on the high streets are betting shops, chicken shops, and... Charity shops. shops. And charity shops. Clothes shops. That's they it. stay open because you go to go wear them and you get to try them on I and know, stuff. But they will eventually start to disappear, I think, as well as that as haptics become and you can see and there'll be all these the, all this software that allows you to see the clothing on you if you put in your own measurements. That's already started to happen, hasn't it? The problem is, it's not like this place is is like Mall Rats. You know the film Mall Rats, Kevin yeah. Smith. Why? What's different? It has a very American Mall vibe about it. This. Well, it's built to be like that because what it was built in '74. The first one was built in Birmingham. In 65, yeah. so then it was Manchester and Liverpool with St John's Centre and uh, the Arndale Centre. And then this one opened in the 70s. This would have been one of the fifth or sixth in the country yes. opened. Yeah, but probably one of the, the first in, uh, in the London area. True. Yeah. I bet you used to travel out of London to come here for the excitement of it. Uh, what a fucking did. dreary time to be I alive. I come here and my mum would go off and do some shopping and I'd, she'd leave me in WH Smith and I'd look at all of the magazines and then, you know what else they had? They have, they'd have those... Um, Cheap paperbacks. Not a lot of people know that by uh, Michael Caine. Not yeah, by true. Him. They used to have those. And uh, we are going to find now, Paul, the place where the McDonald's is, where I worked for two weeks back in the 90s. And How did you lose that job? I, I, had just, I just left. I went to, um, went to university. Fair enough. All right, good. Two weeks worth and of that work. That is where the famous wooden animals and the horse's ass, which you could get in, and it stank of the worst uh, school locker room. Musty funk. It was the musty funk of a million children. Great. <laughs> so, all right, well, let's, let's have another little oh, look no, around. I where are we going? Sign for there, so. Let's follow the sign because he wants to go to Mackie D's. 
But again, we can't really do a cheap anything here because it's all Levi's and fucking Rolex and Sparks and Sparks and... I know, Paul. I now, I know. Now, come on. Tchaikovsky Diamonds or whatever it's, it's fucking yes. called. That's, it's very remiss of me. So I didn't realise there would be nothing cheap. But we're going to have to go into, like, for example, a shop like Boots or a shop like, you know, a supermarket and buy a very cheap item of food or... And look at this. The only t- shop I would go into, the toy shop, fucking closed. Fuck, I hate today. Just have something to... Have a coffee or something. Cheer up. Oh, that's a nice dome. I'm trying to, I'm trying to be optimistic. Positive, yeah. Look, yeah. Again, it's just like John Lewis, but at the opposite end of the <laughs> yes, building. Here we go. Now, we've turned a left corner into the little bit of Brent Cross that is ultra familiar to me. And now, look, in this centre part, which now has a costa, that is where the wooden animals were, Paul. Where you could play and smell the smell of a thousand unwashed children. I'm going to point it out to you. Good. Even though I can see it, obviously. Fenric's got its own restaurant. The horse was just there. The horse was just there, mate. And then there was a caterpillar. I'd say, I'd say take a picture, but there's a family of kids over there and they might think you're a nonce. The ho- no, they wouldn't. Huh? If you were just sitting there with your camera phone out taking pictures of the area where you thought kids were going to be. Yeah, but then no one's... Listen, I don't know why you've brought that up. I don't know why. Are you finished? Why are you taking pictures of my kids? No, CRB. I'm taking a picture of where, my, where I used to play. I've got my CRB check on me. Have you brought yours? I don't have one. It was. <laughs> what? I had mine done five years ago. And now, now it's out of date and it's out of date. I'm winking. <laughs> it's a wink. I'm, I'm winking. Fucking cunt. Don't wink at me. Right, we're going to McDonald's, right? Yeah. You're going to get something? Yeah. Great. This is our cheap eat section, everybody. Fucking McDonald's. Well, let's not do our cheap eat section there. Let's not do any sections. Okay, fine. You let's still think you can make an episode out of this? I'm gonna. It's gonna be a story about how I killed you in fucking Brent Cross and left your body yeah, in, in the river. The river. That would be a good place to dump me. But you'd thank you. To, you'd have to keep me upright until you got to the river. How would you do that? You need to. Do have you never seen Weekend at Bernie's? Oh, there was two of them, and one of them was Chandler from Friends. It wasn't Chandler from Friends yes, in was. that. It wasn't. It was. It's, I can tell you for a fact, one of the cast it? members of... Name the cast members of Weekend at Bernie's. Tick-tock, tick-tock. John tick-tock. Cryer and Barry Lewis. That is... I'm That's walking off before you can... Tool. Shut up. I'm going in there. Go on, then. Stop recording. You are. Well, Paul, as I was just saying to you, it's kind of strange. I am very nostalgic for this place, and here I am in this McDonald's restaurant. Well, he worked briefly for two weeks. They had me in the back room. Uh, I was gobbling. Uh, tramp cock. It was, uh, I was being pimped out by the manager. And I did it for uh, a quarter pounder of cheese meal. They called you Happy Meal, didn't they? They called me Happy Mouth Shandy Boy. Anyway, we're here. No, at- that's not true. I used to be back in the back. Uh, I used to defrost the um, onions. That on your CV, McDonald's onion defroster. No. Well, for me, it's like, it's like, as I was saying to you just then, it's like when I grew up in Birkenhead, there was a place called the Pyramid Centre, which was our version. But I think it was built much later. Like I want to say, early nineties. I think the Pyramid oh, Centre really was built. Late. Yeah. So it's all glass and a bit fake, and it's also very claustrophobic. It's not got a lot of space to it, yeah. but it's similar to this now, where in back in the day there was more interesting variety of shops, but now it's. 
familiars. It's Costa, Starbucks, it's blah, 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 blah. It's, you know, all the phone shops and stuff as yeah, well. It's all just kind of a bit sort of monoculture, hasn't it? Compared to back in the 80s. And like I was saying to you, I used to actually love it coming here and I'd be, look at all the magazines in WH Smith. We'd go to the toy shops and I'd get to see all the Transformers and all toys that I, you know, I wasn't spoiled for toys. They wouldn't buy me a lot of plastic shit, my parents. Fair enough. It's like, as I say, when you get nostalgic about coming back here, I was saying to you when I went home to see my parents a little while ago, they said, we'll go to the Pyramid Centre. Do you want to come? And I was like, no, don't want to go to the Pyramid Centre. Didn't want to go back then. Yeah. Don't want to go back now, Mum, and watch you go around the shops and try on clothes in TK Maxx. I don't, I don't want to do that. I don't want to do this. Also. <laughs> All right, I'm sorry, mate. But I have noticed, right, just outside. So we just there's the there's the car park where James Bond did stunts. We're going to do that, but have we officially dropped any pretense of getting a price of shy or that's all gone now? Yeah, we bought. Like I said, oh, let's pop into Waitrose and get something cheap. No. You could get some smoked oysters for about one pound fifty. Oh, we go Timkins at Timpson and get our keys cut. You guess how much it costs me to get my keys cut? Be about a fiver, won't it? Probably be more. It's good, that costly. Depending what keys you had getting cut. Mate, have I gone boring? Have I turned into a boring person? This adventure has turned you boring. I'm going to look I'm going to look at the car park space. You stay there. You, you join me. I'm going to have a look. So, as I did the research, it turns out that Tomorrow Never Dies, a Bond film with Piers Brosnan in, uh, was filmed in this car park. Now I'm going to have a little look and see if I can uh, recognise any of the comedy scenes of... Pierced Brosnan driving a BMW with a remote control phone. Which back in the day seemed crazy, but these days you just don't know what you can do with an Apple or a smartphone Android. Oh, I'm looking round. I mean, maybe. Let me take a picture. I've just realised that this segment <laughs> is dangerously, dangerously close to Greg Turkington's from On Cinema on location. <laughs> here's, where, here's where Piers Brosnan sat in the back of a BMW as it was dragged around on a fucking pulley so he could do stunts where's Eli? I'm going to have to go back for him I want to tell him more about it has he fucking gone? where's he fucking gone? oh for fuck's sake useless useless hairy pillock He's trying to call me. He's uh, what are you doing? Where'd you go? I was trying to call you. I went to the car park. Where did you go? I went to the car park just in there. That's good, isn't it? I went in and I was that's like, "That's not the car park. That's the that's it was built much later. This multi-story thing. If you just go around the corner, I'll show you the real Brant Cross. Yeah. Yeah, but this is the building they filmed the BMW chase is in. It? Was it a multi-level thing? Yeah. Ah. And there's has it got a curly spiral thing on yeah, the outside? Yeah, I'll show you. Oh, he's going. I was just saying that I got halfway for explaining it. Yeah, that's that it. Yeah, the car goes yeah, round and round. The, 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 I've taken one from inside. You oh, take okay. one from outside. No, no. Right. So yeah, the cars go round and he drives, now, and then it comes out the window. Tomorrow never dies. Tomorrow dies again. Tomorrow lives and dies. Live and die tomorrow. Tomorrow never dies. Yeah. It was the one Michelle Yeoh in and Jonathan Price. Yo, yo, right. And as I was doing a little clip, I suddenly realised. When I was doing it in the in there, going, this is where this is. 
suddenly realised doing Greg Turkington's on cinema on location. <laughs> you are, yes. <laughs> you know, well, they're doing it. That's what we're doing. So there, in that curly, spirally bit. What year was that movie? Oh, I want to say 96, 97. Yeah. So this was all built. In back in my day, this was all flat. But now it's where Hollywood dreams come true, where they film all the latest Bond films. This is the Pinewood of car parks. It's great. Right here now you've got the view over utter suburban sprawl and nastiness. That's the, that is the pilgrimage route came over that hill, look, with the trees and stuff on top. Nice, isn't it? So I am now, Eli, officially fucking bored of this <laughs> shitty, miserable shithole. Come on, look at the... There's concrete. Look at the curtaining... The corduroy concrete. All right. What do you want to do? I want to go to PC World and buy a sort of thing for the show. PC World here, is there? It's over the bridge. We're going to have to go outside through. We'll go through the warm. Yeah. And then we'll come out through the other end. Say my goodbyes. I might never see this place again. This place meant so much to me. My my development. My childhood. You go and do a speech then. Sneering at it. Sneering. Oh, it's not like it is back off off north. But it's really depressing. I'm do, you fucking, do you want to fucking punch? <laughs> no. Do you want me to punch you in front of all these fucking people? There's like, no people. Jump. Stop lying. I fucking do you. I fucking me. do you. I'm not going to do that. You're going to bum me hard. <laughs> Shut up. Just say your piece. Oh, stop trying to bum me. I'm not. I think we all know I would never put that near that. All right, all right, all right. That, as if you had it out, which he does. I don't. Just say your piece. You're going to say goodbye to this place. Go on. Bye. Frank Cross. I'll see you again when I'm going to buy a t-shirt next week. Great. So you could have... This isn't even like, oh, I haven't been here in a while. Or I may never come here again. It's like... Take a shot of the... uh, Of the spiral uh, car levelling up road. (laughs) I couldn't think of the sentence I need. Take a picture and let's get out of this fucking wank hole. Okay. Right. Good. Now Now we've done the glamour part of the show. We can now think about moving on. I need, we need to get shit done. So while we're out, we're going to go buy some more equipment for the podcast. Thanks to our Patreon people. Thank who you donate. so much for making this trip possible. And I've had a lovely day, Paul. Great. You've had a lovely day. I got to see where the stinky-ass wooden horse was. <sighs> anyway, thank you, Patreon people. If you'd like to donate to Cheap Show. Frosty uh, coloured memories. <sighs> Please go to www.thecheapshow.com. Go to patreon.com forward slash cheap show and donate as little or as a lot there was as you a want. Caterpillar here. I'm seriously going to fucking do you. There's in. a giraffe as well, I think. What a waste of time. We've just come out the other end and then I've realised I've got to go back to the other end with Fenikis to go well, walking. You were the one who looked at. Look, I can see Toys R Us and Babies, babies R Us, Paul. <laughs> Closed. They're closed for good, aren't they? Do you know why? Stupid naming policy. No, I no, I don't think it was that. So now we've got to go back. So we walked through to stay warm. Now we're staying outside to walk back. A long way round, back up to Fenwick. (sighs) This day is nothing but a series of frustrations for me. I've had a lovely time, Paul. Thanks for joining me on my nostalgic trip to Brentcross Shopping Centre. Ah, I feel refreshed. Spiritually, anything that makes you happy is 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 the antithesis to me. On the bright side, though, at least we're not getting a bus with a bunch of those school kids. Yeah. Can't be asked with that. For a bunch of school kids now. Well, at least you got your CRB check with you. <laughs> you got that on. So if anyone says anything on toward, you can pull it out and prove them wrong. And I also can get my CRB check out. 
Oh! <laughs> fucking hell, he's on fire all the time! I got me cock out! I got me cock out! I got me cock out! Right, okay, just say it loud in front of kids and families at the bus stops, why don't you? Hustle, Got to hustle, we're hustling. Now it's still daylight, we've still got some light left in the day. So the day's far from over, ladies and gentlemen. Exciting stuff. I wonder what they're pulling down there, what, they, what that used to be. It looks like maybe an, a, a road or something, over, over road. Yeah. Overpass. Right, we, how do we get to where we want to go now? Over there, right, where Toys R Us is. It's, it's somewhere, no, it's that way, because the station's that way. So the problem we're having right now is it's not really pedestrian-friendly, this route we're taking. You've got to go under and through and round a bunch of motorway overpasses that link a bunch of roads together. It's lovely. It's not lovely. There's nothing lovely about this fucking area. Well, you know, lovely in that kind of anti-lovely way. Look at, just look at that concrete on the outside of Fenwick, that beautiful corduroy concrete, and tell me that's not lovely. Take a picture of me in front of the concrete, posing. I want a pretty picture. This is my journalist pose. Lovely. Yeah? It's good. Right, good. Bit nice bit of corrugated concrete. Now, can we go up here? I don't think we can, do we? We don't yeah, need to. Well, there's. Oh, fuck. This is where we now get lost <laughs> for hours. No. I don't even know what's up here. This is where we were. Yeah, this is where we were. There's an underpass. There's an underpass under the road there. I bet that's where we go. Yeah. Underpass under the road. Underpass under the road. Underpass under the road. Now I'm just going to get my map out. I'm going to stop recording for a bit and get my map out and check we're going in the right direction okay. before we make any more decisions because maybe that's it over there. I think it is. Past the old Toys R Us. That's a Tesco, yeah. isn't it? It looks like there's activity over there. Not so much activity over here. We've literally just come the whole fucking loop-de-loop. -loop. Right. I'm going to get my map out. Here we go. So went the wrong direction completely in the wrong direction so we're heading back to the bus stop where we're gonna have to get the 266 for a few minutes rather than fucking walk it which i think personally would be a nightmare the walk would be a nightmare you think i think yeah. we'll just get confused is, yeah the bus is going to help us find the way it will take us right there and then we're a hop skip and a jump to a little tube station where we can journey on more what a lovely little day it's not it's really not stop trying to convince me Convincing. I don't need to convince you of anything, Paul. Yeah? I've had a nice time. Yeah? You could go, nye, 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 what a cunt Eli is, all you like. Yeah, I will. Yeah, you have. I will, and I will continue to do so. There's a bus stop. This one, policeman. I don't know where the 266 is yet, so let's try and find that out. Fucking right, 266. Where is it? We'll figure out. We'll report when we're on the bus. Right, we raced onto the 266 uh, just in time, and now Eli's saying goodbye to Brent Cross. Bye-bye, Brent Cross. I'll see you soon. Making this whole nostalgic journey fucking pointless if he comes semi-regularly. I don't come semi. I come when I'm fully erect. Right, well, I'm just going to pour the mic away for that, frankly. So this this should take us straight to... Uh, 
PC World Outlet Village because where we're going to go next. Because I want to get some tech because this recorded on the Fritz. So I want to buy one to replace it, and also that way we've got two then, which means you can use one instead of your wanky, stupid, steggy phone. Steggy. Yeah, I'm What's bringing that? words back from the 80s I'm not using them well. you got a steggy phone. And skiddies is the other one, yeah? And donkey's ears. So we're going over the flyby and we're going back. <sighs> Bus swirls back into yeah. the suburban miasma. If we get lost too badly, we can always book it, book a room there. Right. Together? No, I'll get you uh, I'll get you the own room. Oh, Mr. Moneybags right. spoils me. Then, you have to come knock, knocky, knock. Knockity knock knock knock. Get ready for some uh, gay panic comedy material from Eli <laughs> Silverman coming real soon. I'll shut up then. I won't say it. Good. Right, let's just get to where we want to go. Right. I'm wrapping this fucking day up. <laughs> Bored. <laughs> Waste of fucking stupid time. Alright. Uh, Paul, I've got a great idea. I've got this thing. Go bankrupt and we'll have this adventure. Be a nice day out. <sighs> Give me it. Right, everything he says, bad. Everything I say, good. Well, PC World was a waste of fucking time. It didn't so have what you wanted, did no. it? No. What are we going to do now? We're going to check Argos. Also, Paul, Staples Corner Retail Park, whatever you call this, is a bit grim, isn't it? But yeah. look, what I can see, there's a building that's built like a, a, a traditional Chinese building. That's Lee's Travel. But can you see what's poking up behind that? It's a little other building it similarly designed. Yip. And you know what Wing Yip here are? They are manufacturers of soy sauce. That is a warehouse-sized Chinese restaurant. I mean, Chinese grocers. Are you saying we should rob the place on a I'm big saying, heist? We're going to go and look at some noodles. And could this day get any better? I fucking hate today. Right, I'm going to go Argos. <sighs> well, I mean, it's... It's a different type of episode. <laughs> In it, different type. It's, it's nice fine. to vary it up with uh, these travelogue adventures. It's fine. Look, there's a huge Chinese grocer there. How are we going to cross the road? That's a bit of that's a bit of drama. Look, we're going into Argos to see if we can buy a voice recorder. I bet people fucking love that, Paul. Shut the fuck up. It's your idea to come to this miserable part of North London anyway. I'm going to go have a look. Argos equal no. Now we're going to the wing yip. There's going to be noodles in there you would never believe existed, man. This is it. This is We were meant to come here. Is this the big finale? Yeah. Where you get to go to a fucking wing yip open daily until 7? Wow. We're not going to miss it then, Paul, because it's only about 4.30. <laughs> so angry. Come on. How we cross? How we cross? I don't know how we're going to get across this road. I think up there. Unless we, unless we, uh, see the unless we bowfinger it. What do you mean bowfinger it? You know that scene in Bowfinger where they force Eddie Murphy to chase one across the road, and they say, "No, it's all, it's all stunt drivers. You'll be fine." And then they run him over. Yeah. No, look, there's a crossing. There. There's a crossing. Right, wing it. What else is in this little centre? The That's edge. It. Something business centre. Oh God. New Avenue. Wing Yip is cool though, look, it's built like a Chinese building. Like a ceremonial, a traditional Chinese building. Is that good or what? It's good for you. Today's been like my apocalypse. Eddie Sobart! One all! One all! Alright. I knew that would happen. I'm owning this episode. What 
have you done? You just got pissed off and and failed to buy some equipment. This has been my hearts of darkness. <laughs> hearts of darkness. Yeah. You like hearts of palm. No heart of darkness. Can you buy a can of hearts of darkness? Just shut up. <laughs> fucking finish this fucking episode with the grand finale of you getting to fucking no, buy noodles. Yeah, take a photo of it. Man. You take a photo of it then. When we get closer to it. Fuck me, it is. I'm crossing over. Fuck him. Stupid little fucking inbred dork. God, I hate today. I hate today. I was promised maybe a nostalgic journey learning something more about Eli. No. Look at him. Look at him. Happy as fucking Larry. Happy as fucking Larry. Well, thank you for listening to Cheap Show in our Brent Cross travelogue adventure where Eli got to sniff his past and I got to scrub the gooch of his memories. I'm genuinely excited. This is like something magical's happened. We came to Brent Cross and something happened. The magic. Did you take a picture? Yeah. One that you're happy with? Yes. Hate just this taste has been awful for me. It's been just like coming out shopping with my mum, except, <laughs> except as if my mum was you. Yeah, imagine that. No, also, I really don't want to. Imagine that your mum putting some kind of vegetable into an oven. Right. Okay. Well, you're going to cling on to that. Can right. I dress up as your mum and then we'll get a big bunch of cucumbers and put them in an oven. You want to dress up as my mum and put veg in the oven? Look, they've got a Chinese restaurant here. Look at I the know. Size of that. I hate this. I feel like we've literally found your Emerald City after this. Look at it. It's crazy. Let's go to the noodle section, yeah? There's business centre on the ground floor. So the holy doors open. And look, I'm supermarket, Eli. What are your thoughts? Smells of Chinese food. Going this way. You know, where the arrows are. Wow. I've li- seriously, I've never seen everybody, Eli, so happy. I've never seen him so happy. That's really good price for exo sauce. You know, I was talking about that's the ultimate pimp of a noodle. What's exo sauce? It was invented in Hong Kong. Oh, no, just don't give me the details. What sauce is it? It's like a chili oil with seafood, really. Ugh. Let me just check. So you've got sugar, garlic, soybean oil, water, shallot, dried shrimp, dried scallop yeah I'm going to get that good you, you treat yourself mate it's your special you. it's your special day I'm going to have to come up with a, a, a day to drag you along to yeah what what would you drag me along to Ghostbusters party I'll go to that I like that what's that sauce with the egg on Thai dipping sauce that is uh, you get is that it? quite it's quite common isn't it with noodles you get that dip an egg in it or something oyster I'm just looking for a, a soy a good soy here What's a good soy, in your estimation? Well, Kika Man's a good brand. That's a classic red top. Comes in its own dispenser, which is always handy. It's green for 43% less salt. Yeah. That's for healthy bods, isn't it? You're getting older, mate. You want to think about eating more healthily. All right, whatever. But I tried mushroom flavour soy sauce the other day, and that's very nice. I don't think they have any. They must have some, though. Oh, look, they sell... Uh, well-being cooker for rice and bread. Oh, that's good. It's good. Made in Korea, though. Look, Don't know why that's a point. Soy sauce. Double deluxe soy sauce. What makes it double deluxe? 
this soy sauce is made with an ancient secret natural fermentation method. Koji starter, non-GM soybean and flour. This is the most boring. Every time I think this episode can't get any more boring and worse and depressing for me, it gets incrementally better for you. I need a basket. I'm going to get a basket. He's getting a basket, which means he's all in. (laughs) Let's see. Let's see where this goes. If you've tuned in to listen to something a bit more exciting with adventure and stakes and plot and uh, a game element, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I mean, I hate to make fun of the smaller things on today's show, but I have just seen, and I quote, ladies' choice sandwich spread. <laughs> it's ladies' choice, though. Oh, it's classy. Do you know what that is? What? Spuff. Is it lady spuff? It looks like. It's got the consistency of spuff, doesn't it? It's lumpy spuff. And it's lumpy got skippy, X-spuff. it's got skippy, creamy peanut butter. Are you creamy or are you extra chunky? I'm chunky. What about you? Chunky. I hate that creamy does that thing where you get too much in your mouth and it starts to go down your throat at a rate that you can't control. And like, Clots. Well, there's honey and... Ladies' choice. Ladies' choice. If you see any other amusingly named products, we'll let you know. What, so what are you on the lookout today for in this place? I'm, mate, I'm dying inside. <laughs> Mainly noodles. All right, well, can we maybe just skip to the noodle part then? Because going up and down these aisles... Looking at fish and creams and... Look at those special pickles. Oh, mate. There's lots of pickle. Pickled lettuce, pickled... Cucumber. Here. Pickled lettuce and soy sauce. Ooh. Ooh. Pickled... What's that? Pickled red chilli. No, I'm having the pickled lettuce. You're having the pickled lettuce and, and cucumber and soy sauce. God. We get to the noodles. Look, we're at the tea aisle. Oh wow! Oh, it's all fun. I don't like crab. Oh, it's scary and sad. Look at the sad crab. Oh, I don't want to look at the sad crab. <laughs> it's, it's it's actually sad. Oh, what's this? It looks like a bottle of spoff. Soy milk drink, that is. Yeah, but it looks like a bottle of spoff. Oh, ginger beer. You've got your light cheese drinks and green jelly. One of the first thing we ever tried on Cheap Show, that. See? It's down memory lane for This might even us. actually be the one, the brown I we got that, that time. Grass jelly, yeah. It was disgusting. Very bad. Are you meant to drink it just like that? Yeah. Just glug it down. Just glug it straight down, yeah. Here's the booze. Oh, here's the booze. Nice brand. Tiger, nice brand. Asahi, nice brand. Chang, nice brand. Singer, nice brand. Saigon Export, not a nice brand. What is Lucky Buddha beer like? Because I love the bottle. Look at the bottle. I love it. That's the best bottle I've ever seen. It is one of the best things I've ever seen in my life. (laughs) Don't come on. We get one of those. All right, that's fine. How much is it? That's cheap. Well, that's exciting, isn't it? We got a funny bottle. Yes, very good. Now we've got lots of stuff to show people now. It's open till seven, so let's just hang out here till seven. I would. If that happens, I'm going to kick you to death. Come on, we've got a few aisles to go though. Yeah, now I'm aware. I'm well aware. Well, what's all this stuff in cages? That's all sealed off. It's a th- oh, they're knives. 
it is an offence to sell this knife to anyone under the age of 18. Are these like for making like food no, preparation? Yeah. It's a cleaver. It's very traditional Chinese will use a very sharp cleaver, which is like a square blade. And they use that the, the, the flat of the blade to crush garlic and ginger yeah. and stuff. And then you can do a lot of stuff with it, basically. It's very, so those are nice, yeah. But it is dangerous, and they go from £3 to £68. So, yeah, it's good, isn't it? Meat shears, vanilla pods, it's all yeah, going on. Cool. They've got some saffron. Yeah. That's the most expensive spice in the, on the planet. Pound for pound. Yeah, much more expensive than gold. Because you have to grow a massive, they're the stamen of flowers. So you have to grow a huge flower just to pick the little stringy bits out. It's sex organs. But Human disgustingness. Look at that. That abalone costs 40 quid for a can. can what, what's abalone? It's like a poncy, it's a shell. Look, you can see this, the picture. It's a shellfish. Uh, it looks like a massive phlegm. <laughs> it's like it's like, it looks like a big clip made out of phlegm. It's a big oyster clip, yeah. And look, this whiskey's bloody expensive. Is it nice, abalone? It is if you like seafood, yeah. It's a delicacy. Yeah. Well, it should be a fucking... How much is that can? 425 grams for 40 quid. Wow. And so there's many of them in there. It's not like one big phlegm clit in there for you to eat. No, I think there's probably a few in there, yeah. Uh-oh. Here we go, ladies and gentlemen. Take a photo of Eli's Mecca. We've made it. We're in the noodle aisle. And boy, howdy, what a selection. Two, two sides and then there's a candy section in the next aisle, so I'll be excited about that. There's a lot that we've tasted here, Paul, aren't there? I'm sure over the course of 103, four episodes, we have tasted a broad variety of noodles, from hot to cold, from spicy to mild. These are the two times spicy ones that the dragon made us eat. That didn't happen, and stopped bringing it up. Oh, there's also an update on No Watch. Someone sent me a link on Twitter. Oh, yeah. Apparently, he's been practicing for uh, I'm a Celeb by, by eating, by giving a kangaroo a blowy. <laughs> that would be good. <laughs> <laughs> he wouldn't admit that. No, what he said he did was he went into the garden and ate his worms. Really? Yeah. I used to eat worms. So. Yeah. So you're like Noel Edmonds then? I am like Noel Edmonds. These are bloody good. These Lucky Me Pansit Canton Chili Mansi flavour. That is a chili. Did we try these? No. We will be. I'm having these. I'm having four packs of these. These are so good. Why not the yellow ones? I had those, those because they're just original flavour. It's the same concept. It's a sort of dry, um, stir-fried style where you just put take the water off and then mix it with the paste. Mate, mentally I've checked out. <laughs> well, the minute we walked in here, flavorful. the minute I walked, we walked in it, I just kind of resigned myself to this happening. And I'm just in a different place right now while you do what you want. I love it here. I hate it here. Oh, and I found it. I found them. I found them. What have you found? The broad ones. Oh. Mate, honestly, are you a bit erect right now? I'm set. I'm s- no, I'm just sort of a bit tumescent, but there's just sort of droplets sort of oozing their way out as okay. I move around. Right, so it's more of a sad dribble. Wow. Well, Eli's happy, so I guess I'm happy. Oh, look, those are the ones that we did the noodle swap in the live show. That's what was swapped. Great. And there's, a, there's actually a, um, that's the Nong Shim uh, vegetarian flavour, ramen. And if you'd like a review of that noodle, ladies and gentlemen, uh, you can go to our Reddit page and uh, Mr. Mark Allen has put up a review. So we leave the noodle aisle now. Eli feeling richer for it. Yeah, sweetie aisle now. I'm going to go, oh, let's have a look. 
Now these are something that I did want to, I saw in Chinatown, I did want to try on the show, Paul. So shall we try these? Mango pudding. Yeah. Or no, but they've got a lychee pudding, mango pudding. Do they have a you get what you want, mate. What do you think would be most interesting? I don't know. It's good. I don't know. We'll get some get mango, mango pudding. Have a look at it. What are they? Hot garlic flavour. Boy Bawang Cornic. So you're going to have a boy's wang in your mouth? <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, look. Cola sherbet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now we've mentioned it, we've been made to look fools. Right, we're going back up now and round. What, what are you looking for? Have you ever seen a larger container of fried shallots? Not in my lifetime. They probably put all that in there and then they went, that's shallot. These noodles are pissing me off because they're not the ones I want. The wee li, li onion noodle. Do you remember that noodle we had which has a little bowl on the side for the broth? Yeah. That's that brand, but that's not that type. What about that one? Beef. You can see that. Look, oh. you can tell from the shot, there's water in with that noodle, isn't there? So it's a soup-based noodle rather than a quote-unquote dry. Yeah. But that's the whole magic of that particular one. The jar oh, I'm so fucking depressed. So depressed. <laughs> I've got to check my figure now. I'm over 40. What do you mean check your figure? I've got to be more careful of what I put in my body. You certainly do, especially when you eat things that aren't technically... No food. comment. <laughs> no comment. So what's all this? And this is like dried meat. Yeah, all the dried pork sausages. Wind-dried pork sausages. That's like your toilet. Look, Poon's pork sausages. That's just like your... I don't know. We've got one more aisle. Mm. Right, what are we looking at now? Look at that king oyster mushroom. That's of an impressive size mushroom. on it. Whereas yours is a bit more like one of these, isn't it? <laughs> Fresh golden mushrooms. <laughs> isn't it? That's your knob. Tiny, thin, long. Bet your dick looks like Kenneth Williams' forefinger. This is the big part where they have forklifts and you can buy by the bulk. Yeah, we won't, we won't go in there. That's for big boys. We're done here, Paul. Oh, we fucking done here. Yeah, let's go to the checkout. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get a little tin of that warm drink. Okay, let's do that. Yeah, come on. Walk out with to the bus stop. Yes. Well, we started the day in our meagre surroundings <laughs> in Harringay. Our journey of nostalgia and of youth led us to Brent Cross, which ultimately was a washout. I couldn't find anything I wanted in PC World on a whim, but luckily for Eli, it ended on such a high today. It really did. It's such a high. Did you fart? No, that's the... Oh, I think that's the seafood. It smells your like crab. your bedroom. It's your crab. All oh, those crabs just trapped. Oh, it makes me sad. It stinks. What? to read out to the ladies and gentlemen. What does it say? It says, cock crab. <laughs> hey, look, they've got those little uh, Japanese uh, soft drinks that have the... I'm going to have one. Ramun, Ramun, yeah. don't know which one I want, though. I'm going to go for the original. So I, I just generally like the original flavour best. Cool. I'm going to get one. That's what I'm going to get. What are you going to get? I might get a Mogu Mogu mango drink. Oh, there's an FNN ice cream soda. Should we get that and taste that as well? If you want. Yeah. So we'll get back and we'll test a few of these things yes, when we get back. That's good, good. It's not been a washout. It's no. Been a good episode. I had a festive bake. Full episode, yeah? Oh. Right, I'm going to go. Are you going to buy now? Yeah. Do you want a hot, warm drink? Yeah. I'll get it for you. What do you want? Coffee one. Coffee one. I'll go get it. You go pay. Right. Hello. Hey, hello. Hello, just these, please.
Right, what bus number is this? Two. Th I can't remember the bus number. Three two. Two three six. Two three two. Two three two. Anyway, we got it from stop S U. Uh, Say. I just said Sandball Crescent, didn't say the number. Anyway, it's going to Turnpike Lane, this bus, and it's taken us all the way home. This is the long route you were saying at the beginning of the this show. This is the long route that you avoided at the beginning. And we've decided to take on the way back when the traffic's bad on the North Circular. Yeah. But it just lets us relax, We're going to be here for about four hours. Well, at least you've got all this fucking chip food to chew on then until then. They're all dry noodles. Would you like a mouthful of dry noodle and some soy sauce? Absolutely not. So we're just going to relax now and uh, enjoy the slow journey home. I look outside the window and there are cars. The other thing called, it's not what? very scenic, this route. That's why I didn't want to take us. It's not scenic at all. It's just what? Dual carriageway? 232. There it is. There's our bus going the other way. Oh, to Staples Corner. So, yeah, we came from Staples Corner on the 232. We're heading back to Turnpike Lane now where our journey will end and we'll head back to the House of Pickles and take stock of our day. How are we going to get back from Turnpike Lane? Walk? I'm not walking. I'm taking bus. bus. Yeah. Fine. So it's not a last bus then, is it? Well, all right. Okay, it's our last bus of note. Yes. So oh, that's what we should mention. That <laughs> that LP that I bought in uh, British Health Foundation in Kilburn. Squalor by Arapaho. by Squalor. Arapaho by Squalor. Yeah. yeah has a picture of a Native American. One can only guess he's from the Arapaho tribe. He's got a bonk on and it's tenting his loincloth. It's funny because when we first looked at it, we didn't even see it at all. Uh, but but you can't miss it. He's literally tenting his loincloth and on the back there's a little... And it's an impressive bulge, let's just be honest. There's a detail. He's got a stalk of nations. That's me. I'm done for today. I bet that leaves more than a trail of tears. Is that... <laughs> Oh, that's not good. <laughs> so let's just relax on this bus journey as we sit right by the engine. <laughs> oh, and it's almost a full moon. Is it? Yeah. I think that's a sign of Edmunds joining the jungle. I can't see. It's that way. It's up that way. Can you see? It's slightly misty through the window. I can't see. Never mind. You'll see it eventually. Right, I'll see it eventually. All right, well, What's it's been a long day. For Edmunds. What are your predictions? I think he'll blow off at someone and be asked to politely leave the jungle. So you think there'll be an indiscretion where he gets angry? Because he'll say everyone wants to see the whole nation wants to see him go Rambo, don't they? Basically, some will say, "Oh, I lost my husband, wife, boyfriend, brother, sister to cancer," and he'll say, "I've got a box that will fix right. that," and he'll then it will kick off about his cure for cancer. Is that your prediction? And then someone else will say, "That's dangerous, bad, mystical think talk, pseudoscience." Yeah. And they'll say, no, it's real, I believe it, and your sister died because she deserved it, and then it'll all spiral. Right, okay. And then they'll say, uh, no, can you just come up, just no, come no, here? No, can you have a little word with you now? And then he gets ousted from the jungle. Does he still get his fee? He still gets his fee. Of course fee. he gets his fee. He gets his fee. The only way he won't get his fee is if he murders someone. That is so, so sly, his little statement about giving up TV for good if he wins. It's so... Scheming, it's Machiavellian, isn't it's it? It's like emotional blackmail almost yeah. of saying, Go on, you want rid of me, so just make me fucking win this. Yeah, I need yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. I need your love, but I need your love to be ingenuine. Yeah, yeah. He thinks he's being clever, but it's 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 too clever by half. Well, we'll soon see how clever or not it is in the jungle. Um, 
Although, by again, by the time this episode goes me? out, he might have been dead by then, so who knows? Now, Paul, you know what's annoying me? All the stops starting. The bus has not got uh, a working display of all the stations we're going through. He's got a point. He's got a point. Oh, well, I remember this corner. This is not too far away from East Finchley, my old yeah, stomping that, that ground. Is, uh, Temple Fortune, there, isn't yeah, it? Temple up the road towards Golders Green. Yeah. Up that way is Finchley Central. That's right. And up this way, we're not going to go through it. I think we're going to go through and over onto the uh, motorway again. But we're going to swing past East Finchley ever so briefly. Oh, uh, yeah. We're not going to go into East Finchley at all. My old stomping ground, where I spent eight miserable years of my life contemplating suicide. The whole time? A good chunk of it. Really? <laughs> my room was tiny yeah. and a small one. It was a cell. And I went back to it alone most nights and ate Haribo and got stoned until the pain went away. Yeah, it's not really good. No, but I'm happier now. He's shrugging. Shush. It's a visual. It's a visual moment in an audio podcast. Right. So should we just relax then? Yeah, let's. Relax. All right, let's just relax. We'll be having a little taste of everything we picked up in the Chinese grocers. Yeah. Uh, when we get back, so we've got a mango pie. Yeah. That drink. A drink, and that's about it. And no, some garlic um, wang boy wangs. Yeah, I can't wait to get my hands on the boy wang. I want a hot garlicky boy wang right in my mouth. <laughs> All right, okay, we got the point. Right, see you later. Right. This fucking journey's coming to a slow end. We're on our sixth bus of the day. You've done the math. I've done the math, Paul, and uh, you'll be glad to hear that we've been on six buses. Yeah, we got off at uh, Wood Green. Wood Green, we got the 232. Now, I think you'll... You'll join me in agreeing with me in uh, saying that the 232 was an arduous and cramped little bus. It was cramped, it was pokey, and it was a long, a long, slow journey. Slong, load. <laughs> Shut up. Let it go. So anyway, we're on our last journey now. If you've been tracking us, uh, the bus stop we changed for the 141 was... Um, the M. It wasn't that. He's lying now. Up. I can't. No, I didn't take a note of the last bus stop, so well, I'm using look, this one. It was the one outside Woodgreen Station. Heading down towards south, Turnpike. Heading south from Woodgreen Station. Uh, yeah. Anyway, if you're following us, that's the route. This is that. We've we've actually done a little circle when you think about it. Probably we today, are haven't approaching we? my gaff from the opposite direction than what we set out from, Paul. Yes. We've got a loop de loop. And when we get in, we've got some lovely mango pots to taste. We've got a photo of that Buddha beer. The Buddha beer? Remember yeah. that? Buddha beer? Yeah. Buddha beer? Buddha beer. Would you like a bit of Buddha beer? I would love a bit of Buddha beer. Would you like a big bit of Buddha beer? I would like a big bit of Buddha beer. Would you like a big bouncy bit of Buddha beer? I would like a big bouncy bit of Buddha beer. <laughs> 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 um, right. So It's been that kind of day. It has been. It's been a long day. We set out at midday. It's now seven minutes past 6 p.m. That's a full six hours. Most of that's been on buses. Most of it has, yes. I apologise, but... Uh, it's like that Radio Shuttleworth thing, 500 bus stops. Did he go and see lots of bus stops? I think he was trying to travel the whole of the UK, only using public buses. Did he manage it? No. That was part of the joke. He gives up halfway through. He didn't actually try it? No, he does. It was, like, it was based on a... Oh, you know what, I'm not going to get into it. Check out 500 bus stops by John Shuttleworth, a British com- comedy we, character. I'd like to do that. I'd like to do that, to be honest, as well. See if you can get from, like, you know... Brighton to Edinburgh. We could just do a mini Brighton to London one, couldn't we? It's probably doable. I mean, the thing is, can you get public buses that... You can. You can get a bus out to the outskirts and you get some from there down to... uh, We'd have to work it out, wouldn't we? 
It's a little adventure, isn't it? A little adventure. If this episode goes well, we will be doing a, a Brighton special where we, uh, there's more scope with a whole city rather than just one 1970s shopping mall. Yeah, I went to Brighton recently to see some friends and got caught up in the hubbub of exciting charity shops that were a plenty, a plenty there. No charity shops in Brent Cross. No, just the feeling of charity. What do you mean? Desperate, yeah, give a little bit. I don't know. I don't know what I mean. It's a sad part of the London. It's not a sad part of the London. It's a great part of the London. No, it's not. Look. That, what? The name of that cafe bar is... Plovdiv. <laughs> so easily impressed. Right. right. We've just got a few more stops now, and then we'll be back at the House of Pickles. There. Long day. Also... Watch out, my flatmate might be angry with me because we left the heating on. I say we, you left it on. It's not my responsibility to look after you and your flat. You say that, but, you know. Yeah, I am. And Rogan will be the last person to blame me for leaving the heating on. Side, lovely warm flat to come back to. Are you, are you staying the night again, Paul? No. All right. I'm heading back tonight. Okay. Bye. This section ends. <laughs> I made loads of boy wang jokes and now they're (laughs) gone forever. Sorry, your boy wang jokes are gone forever. We're in the House of Pickles living room. We're just in the living room. Where now, thankfully, we can skip past all that horrible leaky Ken material you had about putting your penis on my forehead when I slept. Which is what leaky Ken does. (laughs) Yeah. And we'll skip right to the meat of what we collected. Now, let's just get a few of the things out of the way we want to talk about now. Because we're going to have to do it again. And I'm not going through all this again. Okay. All right? Yeah. Snippy snappy. What, what, what? Well, we were at Brent Cross today. And then we went, we found a Chinese supermarket when we were looking for some of your boring, dry podcasting equipment. And uh, we picked up some items for tasting. Uh, firstly, these little individual puddings. Um, I've seen these about. By a company called Cock On. Cock On. Cock Off. <laughs> you cock off. So... What, what do you do when you clock on? You put your cock on. Imagine you were like a lesbian worker in a fuck factory. <laughs> right, okay. You know what you do? If you were a lesbian worker in a fuck factory... This is factory, so offensive already. You'd get there in the morning, you'd clock on, and then you'd put your cock on. You'd, you know. Why is a lesbian going to put a cock on? To fuck other lesbians. No, you know nothing about <laughs> lesbian love, like, sex. No, just you shut up. Leaky again. Shut up. So... Can I just explain? These are individual little pudding pots. The ingredients say that they have their mango flavour. They've got coconut gel in them. Lots of other stuff. So, we do lots of other flavours, but I only managed to get mango today. Mango pudding, mango dinner, mango breakfast. Thanks for nicking my joke from the bit. Mango poo. (laughs) I nicked it from you. (laughs) Right. Now, we've eaten these, Paul. What did you think? Um, First of all, the smell was really quite pleasant. Not overly sweet. In fact, the whole thing about it is genuinely really pleasant and nice to eat. Yes, it wasn't sickly sweet at all. Does another little nibble now. A little nibble now. I'll hold the thing. It's a bit gelatinous, but not It's too. very gelatinous, and the lumps of coconut are all very similar to the, the chunks of um, pineapple that you get in certain desserts and stuff. Almost exactly the same texture. It's got a fibrousness to the, the coconut chunks, doesn't it? It's nice. It's subtle, mangoey, but not too mangoey. Like some, sometimes it can go overboard with the strength not of the flavour. It doesn't at all. And so you were saying, Paul, 
you were just surprised more that it wasn't disgusting rather than actually loving it. That's true. I mean, I could eat that happily. That's not a problem. Yeah, yeah. But I would make a meal of it and make it, you know, chip at it for a bit. Yeah. Whereas you wolfed it down like a big, fat, ugly pig. <laughs> I liked it. Oink, oink. <laughs> oink, oink. Okay. So you gave it a four. Solid four out of five for me. And I was uh, more of the 3. 3.2.75. 3.2.75. 3.2.75. <laughs> yeah. Numbers. Numbers. Right. So, Paul, um, the other thing I need a point I need to make is they do a lot of different flavours. And I will be getting some more of these in because they do a multi-pack where they have a different flavour. This was a six-pack all mango, but I'll get a multi-pack. We'll have the lychee there. We'll have the strawberry there. Oh, lovely. All right, and we'll have a little go on those, okay? Moving swiftly on. Moving swiftly on. Thing that we got for lovely time. little pudding. So what was the next thing we got? Was the boy bawang cornic. Now, I've been looking forward to having this boy thing in my mouth for a little while, and I'm... Um, Looking forward to retrying it again for the purposes of this re-record. I mean, we had a look at the packaging, and yeah, it's lo it looks like they are basically a slightly puffed up corn nut. They're not as hard as a corn nut. They've they've had some. They're they're part way to being cop popped like a popcorn, aren't they? They're not as hard as regular. Um, no, you know, sometimes you get it, it's really really tough to eat. Yeah, that's right. They're not as hard and crunchy as a proper corn nut because they are different. They're slightly popped. This is hot garlic flavour. Very garlicky, aren't they? And the heat comes a tiny bit later on afterwards. It's not unpleasant. It doesn't make it like eating one of those triple spicy noodle things. No. And I also said, for some reason, eating these gives me a slight sensation of eating uh, pork scratchings. There's a similarity to pork scratchings. They're nice. I think those are nice. They'd be lovely with beer. Yep, lovely with beer, that. And speaking of beer... We also picked up a bottle of... Uh, what do we rate those boy wangs? I'd say three and a half. Yeah, totally agree. I would give that boy Wang a three and a half. Okay. And then I'd jack it off. Oh, fuck off. Come on, mate. You can do better than that. I could put my flaccid knob on no, your face. No, stop it. You, you can do better than this material. I just wave it in front of your face. Fishy air. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's a slight fish. <laughs> if there's... Go on. Have fun. <laughs> if there's a whiff of fish in the air, leaky Ken's been in your room. He only comes out when the moon is full. Leaky Ken's wafting his knob round you. <laughs> <laughs> Great, worth it. Right, well, Absolutely. We yeah, we are. This uh, attracted us both, didn't I? Didn't it, Paul? This um, bottle of Lucky Buddha beer. Not so much the beer itself, which is only 5% alcohol. Four, which means it's probably watery piss. But it was very cheap as well. The bottle is moulded to look like a laughing Buddha. It's our favourite part of the whole thing. Brilliant. And you can see a photo of that on our, our, website, our website. A website. <laughs> yeah, it was on our website. Um, what else was going to say? Yeah, we're going to taste it in another episode because <laughs> yeah. you said you want to get it nice and cold. We should, we should at least give them that because that is designed definitely to be chilled. Do you think that's like the Chinese version of an IPA? No. It's lager. You can tell from the green bottle. Let's see what it says. See what it says. What type of beer it is. Enlightened beer. Enlightened because the Buddha is enlightened, isn't it? By luck. It's definitely not an IPA. It's going to be a watery lager, I'd say. Oh, so it's probably muck, piss muck for wankers. Yeah, but if it's cold enough and you have a nice bowl of food with it, it's probably, you know, like table. If you bread. had some boy wang with your happy Buddha. I could eat boy wang up my happy Buddha all day long. Right. So we'll get to test that in another episode. Finally, the today. The final thing that we decided to taste was this F&N Cool Ice Cream Soda. 
FNN seems to be maybe the Chinese version of A&W. A&W, who make the root beer and cream soda. No, I think they're a different company, but they're definitely trying to copy the kind of branding yeah. of A&W. Because I do know that A&W, people love A&W root beer over there. Why do you think China. that is, though? It's, it's nice stuff, isn't it? I'm not a huge fan, but I would have thought cream soda wasn't in the kind of pop culture, you know no, what I mean? it's big. It's big over there. Uh, which is, is it a like, recent thing, the big? No. Maybe it is, I'm not sure. But all that happened is that in Britain, root beer never really took hold in, in Britain, did it? No, root beer, sarsaparillas, none of that stuff. The closest we get like is ginger beer and or maybe dandelion and burdock. Yeah. People don't like root beer in this country. It's still big in the States, huge in the States. You can get like four or five brands in your lo- local supermarket of root beer. And you can't get any here. Unless you go to those expensive candy American t- stores. And you can get it. But you can also get it for a decent price in Chinese grocers. Yeah. So we opened this and it had a very subtle, I thought, ice creamy flavour. It's definitely not just a cream soda. We thought it might just be a cream soda no. clone, but it's not. I'm going to taste it again. Taste it again. To give you an honest and present opinion. Good, Paul. Good. And I must say, I like it. Whereas I can find cream sodas really too creamy and sweet. That's, that's subtle. Saying. Yeah, before that has some acidity added, like they do with Coca-Cola to sort of cut through the sweetness, doesn't it? You're right. It's got a, whatever it ha- Coca-Cola has to soften itself. Yeah, to soften the, the sickliness. It's an acidic thing. It's a tartness that they add. I, think I like it's, it. It's, uh, yeah, it's a tartric acid or something. That's a four out of five for me. I'll go three, 3.2 because... 3.2.75? <laughs> no, just 3.2 because <laughs> I understand decimal places. Uh, and you don't. Okay, and uh, so there you go. FNN, I would try their other products if I saw some. Yes, so you've had a lovely day. You it's spent been an eye-opening day. A lot of money was spent in that uh, wing gym. I spent thirty pounds on groceries. A lot of noodles. A lot of noodles. A lot of groceries. A lot of little surprises. It's been. You've had a big day, haven't you? I've had a lovely big day out, Paul, and I'd just like to say thank you, thank you for to our Patreon patrons for making this possible our trip to brent cross and if you like this we might go on a little trip to brighton mightn't we 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 would like to do this again but go to brighton for a jolly boys day out and go on the pier maybe go on a ride and go to the charity shops and go on the pier and get and get a stick of rock and a kiss me quick hat yeah and i could uh do some stuff uh so drugs maybe 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 Maybe. <laughs> That's a yes. Now, Paul, but the other thing to mention about the Brighton episode, we wanted to sort of try and play the price of shite and try and do some stuff, but Brent Cross wasn't really right for it, was no. it? It was too corporate. It was just too big shops. You know, I'm glad I went and I'm glad... I'm not. Yeah, whatever. But in Brighton, we'd be able to actually do our segments, our chunky little segments on the run. Our savoury our savory segments. Our savoury propositions on That's the right. run. To some savoury proposition like this, Boy Bawang. Anyway, there are going to be pictures about everything we've been up to, the places we've been, the things we've seen on our website. www.thecheapshow.co.uk. Uh, we're also on Twitter, at The Cheap Show Pod. I'm at Paul Gannon Show. Eli is. E-L-I-S-N-O-I-D or Eli Snoid. That's how it's spelled, the way I said it first. Thank you very much. And where else can you go? Oh, Patreon.com forward slash Cheap Show if you really have to give us a little bit of something to keep this mad podcast going. What else? Uh, we have Tumblr page. We have a Reddit page. We have a Facebook page. And we are on Instagram. Just look for Cheap Show. You'll find us unless yes, you they, find that band. The band. Sorry, that band. Although they did reach out on Twitter and say, maybe we should do a crossover. Maybe we should. A fucking... 
That's I could do that. Something like they'll that. hear that and go, let's not do that. No, then. They'll hear it and go, he's like a genius of music. Let's get him singing the lead song. I'm Leaky Ken. <laughs> like, no, fuck off. No, come on, Paul. This is good. I'm Leaky Ken. I come in your room at night. Leaky Ken. They could do this. Leaky Ken. Leaky Ken. Oh, it's dry. It's dry down there. Don't worry about that. It's just symbolic more than anything. Putting my knob on your head while you sleep. Leaky Ken. Thank you. I'm done, right? <laughs> well, it's been a big day for Eli, so let's put him to bed. Come on, come on. Let's I'm put you to bed. Lie down. I don't want to. Have a lie down. Look, I've put your pillow. I'm going to get it. Lie down. There's a lovely pillow. Lie down, Eli. Come on, let's tuck you in. Lie down in your nest. I'm not lying down. This there is you my go. room. And I'm going to put your little blanket no, on you. put the blanket on me. And it's Betty Bo's time. Okay. Bye. Sweet dreams, no. baby boy. This is really weird. You're my hairy little angel cake. Oh, get off and me. I love you. You're my best friend. And I want you to go asleep. Because when pass. you fall asleep, I will get outside, Max, <laughs> and put him in your mouth oh, and clean mouth. off your tooth you've, wax. You've elevated this war. <laughs> you fucking you've monster. You've elevated this mad. What's he called? Sad Max. Sad Max. That's bullshit. Leaky Ken would never stoop so low. Apart from if I was lying on the bed and you have to, you know, bend your knees. <laughs> it's purely teabagging and related activities with Leaky Ken. This has been a successful episode of Cheap Show. Thank you for joining us. I've been Paul Gannon. And I'm Eli Silverman. And remember... <laughs> <laughs> stop, stop the things.